You're listening to Sunday Funday. I'm your host Shauna and on this podcast I talk about anything and who knows what that will be and sometimes I interview some people so make sure you listen and thank you for listening to this episode but anyways don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hello and you are very welcome to episode 90 of Sunday Funday. I'm Shauna and you are very welcome to this week's podcast. Coming up in this week's podcast, I'll be talking about getting distracted with your phone. I'll also be talking about the Irish harping tradition. tradition. Um, and I'll also give you my top five takeaway slash chipper food places. Um, so that's what's coming up in this week's podcast. And again, as people would hear from last week's podcast... I would have said next couple of episodes will be all pre-recorded over the midterm break as I believe it's coming up. So if you want to see more up-to-date things that I get up to between now and June, you want to say, you can follow me on social media, Dodd 26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can get in touch with the podcast by emailing sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. But without any longer, let's just just get straight into this week's podcast. So one thing that I'm sure many of us struggle with is getting distracted with our phones. No matter what we do, we always find ourselves just scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through Facebook, Twitter, you name it. We always get distracted. If we get Ding on our phone, text message from our friends. We're straight away on our phones just looking at it. So I decided to talk about getting distracted with your with your phone and how you can like try like fix that time getting distracted with your phone. Try make it like more productive, I guess. So obviously, as many people know, I'm a sixth year, sixth year student. So obviously I'm often studying and I'm sure I'm speaking for a lot of six-year students and anyone that's in college, school, and they're trying to study, trying to get homework done, all that kind of stuff. And they just find themselves every, like, 10, 20 minutes just scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, whichever. Um, so I always find when I'm studying, one thing that helps me, helps me is to listen to the radio because... When I'm on listening to the radio, if I go on to like TikTok or see videos on Instagram, I can't really watch them because I won't be able to hear them because I'm also listening to the radio. Or even if it's just like podcast music, anything like that where you're using your phone to listen to, like an audiobook even, whichever. Um, I always find listening to something helps because that means you're wanting to listen to that like audio and so then you're not going to go on your phone and end up going on to TikTok. Because if you go on to TikTok, it will turn off like to a like two FM let's say or tip FM or podcasts that you're listening to or anything radio station or music. So maybe just start listening to to like all my podcast episodes in like every time you're studying. So then you can actually stay focused because you're trying to listen to my magnificent podcast. So <laughs> listen to something well you're doing a bit of study can help it can help you stay focused and not actually go scrolling on your phone also one thing that I do is when I'm studying in, in particular I always set myself small 
tasks rather than like certain time lim- limits so say i want to study like chapter one in business pe- people in business right enterprise and entrepreneur all that kind of stuff so i'll be like right i'm going to do this right if you study those first blah, blah blah and then i'll do that tasks task and then i'll go on tiktok try to promote the podcast or do admin work, like emails, messages, replying to comments, all that kind of stuff. I try to use my time on TikTok or Instagram doing something for the podcast, like trying to grow it. Because as I said in the podcast, like what do you mean like last week by the time you're listening to this, I want to try to grow the podcast and using my time efficiently can really be beneficial. So I like, I forget last time, like I scrolled like, Whenever I'm going on TikTok, it's either in the mornings during the weekends or at night time, which isn't often. So mainly the weekends. So that's when I'm really scrolling on TikTok. But um, yeah. And another thing is, yeah, I'm just reading a note out again. Um, but the reason why I find myself using my time efficiently is because I'm really determined. Since leaving starts coming up, I know what I want, but. Coming to the leaving start is going to be hard to do things during the month of like May and June because like I know they're going to be too busy months. So but like by recording TikToks in between like study periods, I'm building my content for May and June to keep the podcast going. And I'll also have like podcast episodes recorded. So it's all going to be good by then and I'll be getting to where I want to be. So always a good thing. So that's studying, but that's me how I do it but listening to the radio and stuff really does help me a lot uh, lately actually when I'm studying I really like listening to Tip FM so once the two Johnnies is over at six o'clock I flick over to Tip FM and Premier Country is on which is all Irish music which is really good because I because obviously South East so Tony Quixote does it as well um but obviously I want to support like the company that I'm going to be working for in like five years time um, I want to support them so it's great to get them. a bit of Irish into me and it's also an extra an hour than Southeast Radio so that's a win-win for me and then it's um the love hour and all the older music so I really love just listening to music on Tip FM like when I come home from school it's like something that I really enjoy lately but uh yeah just off topic there um also another thing is when I'm on the phone obviously I get distracted when I'm doing the podcast I can't tell you how many times this week when I'm recording all these episodes I'm scrolling through TikTok like in between but even when I'm scrolling through TikTok I'm trying to find like videos that I can make to promote the podcast like try to grow my following so I'm kind of using my time efficiently but it's not really beneficial right now because I need to get the podcast recorded but Anyways, um, also, I always tend to scroll through TikTok while I'm waiting for, like, a recording or a segment to process. So, for people that don't know, when I record a segment on Anchor, which is how I make the podcast, it takes, like, a couple of minutes for it to process and, like, get added onto the podcast. So, it doesn't take long. It's really only, like, five minutes. I could just sit there, like, doing whatever, reading over notes, writing down notes. No, but instead I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling and I'm like, I could just be writing notes because I need to get the podcast done. So, yeah, that's in between recording segments. 
but yeah, TikTok is just so addictive and it's all because of lockdown in 2020 when we all downloaded TikTok, started using it and then we got, got highly addicted. Um, also, another thing is with me when I'm, when I'm on the phone, like getting distracted with the phone is when I'm using Google Maps. Um, obviously, when I'm recording this, I just went to the um, Tip and Kilkenny game only a few days ago um, and... I, I every time I got a notification, say if the two Johnnies posted on their Instagram story or if I got a message from my friend, I'm immediately, immediately on either Instagram or WhatsApp. Like Instagram and WhatsApp will be like the death of me someday <laughs> with like just scrolling and stuff or it'll be the reason I get lost somewhere like with my mom or something. But then my mom's like, Shauna, but I only do it if I'm like, if I say I'm a kilometer away, I'm like, okay, but I'm not like going onto Instagram right now because I might mess this up and um yeah so not really a good thing at times but uh yeah I haven't fa- failed to miss a turn just yet but uh yeah I try to look at the kilometers and then try go my phone in between like stops and all like turn off so yeah uh, and it's texting as well and whenever I get a text message and we're getting close, like say if it's coming up to a kilometer, I'm like typing real fast and then I make like 10 spell mistakes. My friend's like, what are you trying to say there? I'm like, oh, uh, I forget now because it'll be like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, oops. But anyways, um, as the only time, like anyways, who cares? Because like at the moment, I can only go on my phone right now when I'm in the car, when I'm like 18 because I don't know how to drive. But... In a few years' time, in a few... I'm aiming for, like, another year's time I'll be driving. So, I won't be able to do it sometime soon. So, you know, may as well take advantage of being, like, the passenger. So, you know. But one thing that I find when I'm with friends... Like, these are old friends. None of my friends now do this. But back in the past, like, when I had other friends... um, Like, it's rare... Like, when I'm with friends, I rarely go on my phone... Because I just find it so rude and I just find it so bad manners. But I had friends in the past where they go on their phone, go on Snapchat, sending like selfies and all to other people. I'm like, what? And then they're texting their other friends. Like, I'm sorry, when I'm with someone, I'm te- going to talk to that person. I'm not going to go on my phone and like scroll through Instagram or scroll through, through Facebook, send Snapchats. Or anything like that. I don't even bother with Snapchat anyway. So I don't have it. But um, I just find it so annoying. Like it's grand if you have to text your parents. Or someone whoever's going to pick you up. But after that. I draw the line there. If you're going to be scrolling through Instagram. Or texting other people. That obviously obviously isn't your lift. It's just such bad manners. Like. it's like Especially when you're going for food. Like if you're going for food. Just keep the phone in the pocket. Like, I just find it such bad manners to go on the phone. And even when you're having food, it's just worse table manners. Like, like I don't care if you have your elbows on the table or any of that crap. I don't know. I don't care what way you eat your food or what you do. Once we're like, having a decent conversation and you're not being rude or, like, you know, it just drives me nuts. But, um, yeah, just went on a tangent there. But, uh, like, it's, like, when you're meeting up with friends... Just don't try get distracted with your phone. It's just like a bit rude, I think. But uh, 
yeah, that's my opinion. And that's all I got with being distracted with your phone. Um, if you have anything else about this, you can let me know on social media. Shauna.26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So if you are a Leaving Cert student and you've chosen music as part of your so one of your subjects, you would know that as part of your course for music, you'll ha you'll learn about like multiple different things like about Irish related to Irish music and you're gonna to have to write an essay about it. And you're given like on the day you're given multiple topics to write from. So Obviously, I'm after doing Kaylee Bands already. So on this week's podcast, I'm going to do the Harping to Tradition. Um, as I feel like it's not a bad topic, like if it comes up. And also, from doing the Kaylee Bands episode, it helped me with my mock exam, I think. Um, so I've decided to do it for the, the Harping to Tradition because I'd know myself. I would remember it more. And even for school, we did. We, uh, we were told last year in fifth year to do a podcast to the Irish dancing, like different Irish dances and river dance and all that stuff. It's literally drilled into my head. Because obviously, to make the script and then record, it's just gr- dr- drilled into my head. Like, I just remember stuff like that. Whatever I speak about on the podcast, I will remember. But I forget what episode is on. But I forget. I always remember what I'd say. So, you know. Um, but anyways, off on a little tangent there. So, um, the Irish harping tradition was fostered and developed among powerful and wealthy Irish and Irish and Anglo-Irish families, which were wealthy families. And they'd have harpers come to their house, come to their families to entertain them, provide music, all that kind of stuff. And they were usually along with some poems, like people reading a poem or whatever. But I'll get on to that in a couple of moments. But as the families, like all these great wealthy families started to decline, it made many harpers unemployed, which made the harping tradition become a nomadic one, a nomadic one, whatever that word is. But, um, yeah, that's what happened then. But the history kind of behind it on how the harp and, and the music was passed down was from father to son. Um, this was done because it was a viable career option for blind boys at the time. So people that were blind, they could still have a career option, even if they were blind. Um, and another thing is with the harp itself, the harp can be a way to track history of Ireland, so which is kind of cool, considering it's an instrument to track back the history. So it's kind of cool. And it's done by looking through the history of the harp itself. So it's kind of interesting. But as the English rule came in and the society started to change and penal laws were brought in, all this kind of stuff, it forced harpers to become in, in itinerant or basically... Um, go emigrate, go away from Ireland, etc. And an example of this would be Turla O'Carolan, which we'll get onto that in a second. But as for Harper, Harpers themselves, as I said, they are employed by rich, wealthy Irish families and 
Anglo-Irish families and they are employed long wish poets to provide entertainment for these said families. Um, these families acted as patrons, patrons to the Harpers and the Harpers often played solos which was known as Planksies and they are often written in the honour by the Harper so the music was written by the Harper themselves and it also the music that they played was provided to accompany the poems that was recited by the file or reader or speaker whichever you want to call it but file did come up which is filling whichever which is kind of poet in Irish but you can always just read say reader or speaker whichever you prefer but yeah that was the Harpers themselves and then as for the Harp itself as many people probably know already it is Ireland's national symbol that is on many things such as money Guinness is on many many things that represent our country um, and the harp has been played for over 1000 years in Ireland and it is one of the oldest instruments which dates back to the 9th century and it has metal strings and the sound that comes off the harp is a rich bell-like tone so it's like a bell like I always really like the harp because it's just so relaxing and peaceful like whenever I think of the sound of a harp I just think of just like romantic and just peaceful and all that kind of stuff I really do like the harp um and it used to be played by fingernails which is kind of like I like the harp and all but I just don't like the fact it's done with fingernails like I just don't like the feeling when your nails hit stuff. So that's why I keep mine short. But uh, yeah, um, but the harp did die out. Well, begin to die out in the 17th century. But it obviously picked, picked back up again. But um, Marini Katasa, her name is in Irish, so I'll spell it out here for people, which is Marie, M-A-Fada, I-R-E, N-I-Fada, and I fought it. Um, then it's her last name, which is C H A T H A S A I G H. That was her name. And she has a solo album. She released one which was called The New Strung Harp. That was the name of the album that she released, the solo album. And then there was also another album released by Leisha Kelly, which was called Just Harp, which kind of reminds me of Just Dance, but. Anyways, it's just dance for harp. Let's just think of it that way. If you want, like, so I always find when I'm studying, I always think of like ridiculous things to remember things. Like, if I know I'm getting off topic, going on a little tangent here, so prepare yourselves. In PE, you have to remember three different class types of levers for like joints and all. And there's like fulcrum. Le- level no load and effort i just f-l-e and then like say it's for first one the fulcrum is like first i'll go f-l-e then when the second one is in the middle so it's f then l then e like i'm just saying it let's see but then yeah i just remember it's f-l-e that's how i remember it the whole time so it works so you know it's just ridiculous things that we remember um so yeah uh, and then the, the harp itself was known as an architic, architic instrument. I 
definitely mispronounced that word. It for those who did don't know the word, because I definitely butchered it. It is A R I S T O C R A T I C. That's the instrument that was which was played by professionals. I should probably got synonyms for these words, so I wouldn't like make a show myself in the podcast. But this is what we're here for. All the mispronunciation of many words but anyways and then the Belfast Harp Festival it was a way to collect and gather music to keep it alive which this started in 1792 and there was 11 harpers between the ages of 15 and 97 and there was 10 Irish and one Welsh the music was gathered by people which these people are known as collectors which we'll talk about that briefly in a few moments um but it was used to revive the ancient harp harp music which was to keep it going keep it alive in ireland because obviously the harp is the national symbol and it was a it's a four day four day event obviously based in belfast and the oldest player that was ever at it was at the age of 96 like that's crazy to be playing the harp at and he used to play it with his fingernails and his name was Dennis Hempson. Um so he was at the Belfast Harp Festival many, many, many years ago. And then there's also Edward Bunting, who was commissioned by the Belfast Harp Society to record lifestyle lifestyles of harpers as well as recording and writing down music from the festivals so, so obviously the music is going to still be alive this mes- method didn't allow for particular um nonsense in style some of these words that were given to me on the website so i don't know who was writing the articles but they really know how to use fancy words but um someone it was just didn't allow for a particular style and some of some styles were lost because of this method. Um but he was the first collector to collect tunes in a systematic and informative way. Um so that was Edward Bunting. Uh, as for Turla O'Carolan, which I mentioned a couple of moments ago, he was Ireland's most famous harper, who was and he was born in 1617 in Nober County Mead. Um, he's famous, not only is he famous in Ireland, but he's famous throughout like Ireland and abroad. And He's well known and he's famous and he composed hundreds of songs and he also composed harps, solo harp pieces. Um, two of his most famous compositions would have been the Plaxy Irwin and Fanny Power. That's the name of the songs. And he would travel from country, from county to county. He travelled co- to different countries to play popular music to suit his audiences. So true, from county to county. And he used many features that were would have been found in the Brock era. So if you're doing music, leave and start music, as I said. um, Obviously, the set work that is done for the Brock era for your set work pieces is Bach. J.S. Bach, you know him if you know. um. Some of those features would have been used in Turla O'Carolan's pieces. Um, Some of his musical examples would have been Carlin's Concertino and Captain O'Kane. So there were his, like, 
pieces that he wrote and a bit about Turla O'Carolan himself. Then lastly that I'm going to touch on is Collectors, as this is how the art the harping harping tradition was survived and so other examples that google gave me of these collectors would have been john and william neil uh neil is spent spelt n n e a l kind of like seal um the animals <laughs> that's how i remember it but anyways how i will remember it uh but was firstly written until like Obviously, the music was firstly written down because obviously there wasn't any recording technology or these fancy studios that they have nowadays. Like, obviously, now you can, like, literally make a podcast from your phone. Obviously, like, back then, they didn't have any of this. So it was obviously written down. But but recording technology did come available in the 20th century. And it appears that people from the 20th century, the collectors in the 20th century, have more accurate recordings of traditional music and they're able to bring music to a wider audience because of recording technology, because you can record it. And obviously you have Spotify, you have Apple Music, you have like loads of different streaming platforms for this music to go on and to be like heard by many people and then obviously it's recorded and remembered for many, many years to come. But that's all the research I got um, from the Harpin tradition. Hopefully this helps some people. Now, this is just a like disclaimer. Don't rely on me to remember these things. But this could help you when you're trying to study. Get a few bits into your head for the leaving cert. Which is in a couple of months time. Which is kind of scary. But anyways, um, if you have any opinions or any like other kind of topics like this that you want me to cover for the Irish music essays, which I know I'm nearly finished and I've like all the episodes planned up until like leaving cert. But if there's any more after like leaving cert time at that fifth years, let's say I want me to cover or TY is coming up in fifth year or third years if you skip TY, you can let me know which you want what you want to cover on the podcast. I can still probably do it. Uh, you can let me know on social media. Seanadal26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So on this week's podcast, I've decided to give you my top five takeaways slash chipper places. Some of these are local in Wexford area so i'll let you know where they are as well and maybe if you're like driving by like from Claudia and scary wherever you can get food from these places because they are great they're great now i will be honest i don't eat chipper that often and even if i do i stick with the same places as i wouldn't really like chipper that often like i like chipper but i wouldn't love it um but i prefer like proper dinners like the spuds meat and veg you know you know the drill but um i'm going to start off with number five with it being jimmy's in ballon county carlow now i just put this down because i didn't want put, didn't want to put mcdonald's down because i hate mcdonald's mcdonald's is disgusting it's rotten and then i also saw a video one time where there's like how filthy the kitchen was i was like no, I'm not eating out of that anymore. As bad as the food was, the kitchen just made it worse. So I was like, no, I'm not eating out of there again. But um, yeah, that's McDonald's. But I, I will be honest, Jimmy's wouldn't be my 
favourite chipper ever. Like, if I was going through Ballon, I'd just wait till, like, we're in Bunglody or something and get something out of Kelly's or something. But um, it does the job, like, St. Patrick's Day, really. That was, like, back in the day when we used to go to the parades in Ballon, but, like, obviously we don't go there as often now. But, um, yeah, um, it's grand. But they often did forget, like, your food. Like, say if you're, like, a family and there's, like, four of you and y'all are, like, multiple different things. Like, say, two chips and then, like, something for each person, right? Um, They always forget something. There's always something forgotten. Even though it's only, like, six six items and it should all be written down. So, I don't know why that happens, but it does. But, yeah, that's Jimmy's chipper in Ballon. Um, then number four is KFC. It's grand. The only reason I like KFC is because I really like chicken, like chicken rolls. And obviously, they're from a deli, not KFC. But I only like plain chicken. So, yeah, KFC can be a hit and miss at times. Um, but I really do, do like it's been ages since I got KFC now but I really did like the chicken popcorn even though it was like a little spicy for me so like I'd eat half the box and then I'd be like this is kind of too hot for me then I'd have to like like chuck down my like Fanta or Coke or whichever drink I was having that day so um, that's the only thing about it but sure it's nice at the same time so uh, I really like the popcorn chicken as I said but if I am hungry and if it's nearby the only thing that's nearby like say in a foreign country and we're wanting chipper food I'll just stick with KFC because I'm so obviously there's going to be like what McDonald's and I don't like McDonald's so you know uh, if there's any other like fast food chains it's all right I could try it Burger King is I actually kind of forgot about Burger King well oh, uh, that's not on the list but I haven't really had Burger King much. It's only been the main few that's here on the list. Because as I said, I like sticking to places that I know I sort of like. That I can eat out of. So, you know. Uh, then number three is Fast Food Cottage in Enniscorthy. Which is obviously in Wexford. Uh, now I got the food from here off Just Eat. Because my mum was going out and me and my sister were like... we. Like, we weren't fancying the food out of the chip below because, well, it's not a chipper, it's like a restaurant. And they don't have any fast food things. Like, you could ask for something off the kids' menu, like, we don't do takeaways off the kids' menu. I'm like, what? And even at that, if you're under, if you're over 12, you can't get their kids' food either. So, that's a little annoying. So, we just got food off this anyways for just eat. Um... And because we wanted to try to order off Just Eat as well, see what it's like. Because uh, we never ordered off of Just Eat, which is obviously how you can order food straight to your house. And now it did take a while for it to come. We're waiting like a good hour, an hour and a half maybe for it to come. But it was well worth it because usually I get nervous when I'm trying new foods or new places because a lot of the time, like, I will be honest, I'm not a picky eater, but I'll be picky eater when it comes to food that's made. Like, I wouldn't be picky with food that my mom makes or anything like that. I'll just eat it all because I like it. But, you know, even with school, 
there's always like there'll be often days I don't get food because it's just food that I don't like so you know um I can get nervous at times like because sometimes you get food and there'll be spices on the chips or spices on the food and usually there shouldn't be but um I ordered curly chips and I bought a sa- sausage and oh my god the curly chips were like the best thing ever like they had a small bit of salt on them as well which gave them a taste and because like some places they put salt on it anyways and it'll be plastered in salt like there's more salt on the chips than what there would be in the bottle of salt like that you get in the shop so it was actually quite nice um i really did like it and i would recommend it and i'll obviously get food from there again because it was so good but it was a little pricey because i think you had to pay like at least 12 or 15 euro for it to come and then pay an extra 12 euro on it so before you even got it it's going to be like whatever 12 plus 15 is i'm not good that's in my head it's like 20 something euro like nearly 30 and obviously went me and my sister together and then we have to pay an extra 12 euro it was like 40 euro and my mom was like that's too much for food i'm like sorry we have to pay like 12 euro and you have to play like pay at least 15 euro or 15 euro worth of food so we ate it all so there was no waste but it was really good and I will definitely get food from there again. Like the curly chips. You can never go wrong with curly chips. Like they're the best thing ever. Um, So yeah. If you're ever in Enniscarty. Or around Enniscarty area. I recommend that fast food cottage. Now for number two. Of my favourite takeaway. Slash chipper places. Number two will have to be Supermax. Like. Supermax is definitely or probably the best fast food franchise in the country. Like, you can't go wrong with Supermax, whether you're in Galway, Tipperary, Carlow, Wexford. There's a Supermax everywhere and you just can't go wrong with it. Like, Supermax is one of my favourite places ever. Like, I love the food. Like, it's probably my favourite, like, chipper, if you want to say. Um... And you can always rely on Supermax. Like, Supermax for the win. There's, like... Well, now in Carlow, because obviously I'll be going in and out there a, co- a good bit during, like, over the next couple of months, in a few months' time, every day of the week, you can say. And there, the only thing with Supermax in Carlow Town, it's so slow. Like, the day of the open day, like, obviously I was in, in no rush after the open day, because... Obviously, it was, like, finished at, like, 1 and the bus wasn't coming to, like, 5 or half 5 or something like that. So, I just took my time with everything. So, um, I just got my food there. But so, so, I was waiting, like, 45 minutes in the queue and then, like, another, like, 20 minutes for the food to come. Even, like, yeah, I know 20 minutes is fine to wait for the food because, obviously... I ordered fish and chips because I really liked fish and chips out of Supermax. Like the chips, even out of Supermax, is just like a small bit of salt on it. It just gives it a nice taste to it. I just really like it. But obviously, fish takes a bit longer than everything else. But uh, it was grand and it was worth it and it was so enjoyable. But then they forgot a fork. So I had to go back up for a fork and keep an eye on my food because, like, I did, firstly, I didn't want anyone like to take it and throw it in the bin. Secondly, I didn't want anyone to take my seat, so I was like keeping an eye on it. So, yeah, um, that was great. But 
it was all good in the end and it was very well worth it so that is number two of my favorite takeaways and then for number one I can't go wrong without saying it. It is Kelly's Chipper in Bunglody, County Wexford. I often mention Kelly's Chipper on this podcast as because it's probably the best chipper ever. And it's definitely the best chipper in all of Bunglody. Um, it's a family-run chipper for anyone that doesn't know or anyone that's not really from Bunglody area. But I really love the sweet and sour chicken. Like, give me any Chinese is way better than that. Like, it's so nice and it's my go-to order out of Kelly's. Like, Kelly's is just amazing. The chips are homemade. Like, it's so, so nice. Um, I really do love it and I could go sit here all day just talking about Kelly's Shipper and how great it is. And they're obviously, with the family-run business, they're always great with the GAA and supporting the local, local club as well. So, Kelly's Shipper, you're probably, like, the best in my eyes and I highly recommend Kelly's Chipper if you're ever in Bunglody area so yeah that's my top five favorite takeaways and um, let me know what your top five chipper is and uh, you can let me know seanadoyle26 on Instagram TikTok and Twitter I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday and if you want you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com We are now at the end of episode 90 of Sunday Funday and I'd like to say thank you all so much for listening to this week's podcast. It is very much appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. I don't know why I said like but share the podcast anyways. Let's get the numbers up. We're trying to get there this year. 2023 is hopefully the year for the podcast so make sure you're sharing subscribing rating reviewing all that kind of stuff for the podcasts as i'll be very much appreciated of that and um, that's really it for this week's podcast not a whole lot exciting going on over the next couple of weeks obviously there's saint patrick's day special coming up there's the easter special and obviously obviously we're going to be celebrating episode 100 very soon so make sure you keep an eye on social media for all updates on them um but yeah that's really it for this week's podcast thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it if you want to get in touch with the podcast or see more content for me you can on social media seanadoyle26 on instagram tiktok and twitter i'm also on facebook at sunday funday and if you want you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com but yeah that's it for this week's podcast thank you so much for listening and i'll be back with a new podcast next sunday morning at 10 o'clock Thank you.